0: check check
1: check. August 2nd, 2021. You're listening to Oh blast. That's, yeah. That's right. Don and Kevin. I'm Kevin and I am Don. All right, Don, Don's too hot. I'm not hot enough. I can never get these volume things right. Like on the mixing board, like I'm all the way at the top and like right. I barely register like a little blip and then you just said right and you're like 80% of the volume, not in my headphones or anything. And people at home, if you're listening, sorry, it's you're not going to notice it because I put this all through a pre mix. I just want to make sure nobody's too quiet and nobody's too hot because <laughs> then it might not mix right. Um, but anyway, hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's August, it's <laughs> nice out today, but the rest of the week it's going to get hotter. Right, I saw that. Hot as hell. Um, yeah uh, if, you're, um, if you haven't been following my video game console collection on YouTube, uh, and you are a Patreon supporter, I, I stopped posting those links on the Patreon because I figured, like, I know Patreon sends out notifications when there's updates and things, and I didn't want to, like, keep spamming people because, like, there's, like, a new video every day. You'd probably be just like, ah, oh, I can't stand this. I'm going to, uh, you know... <laughs> or whatever. So stick at this guy with his videos. Right. And I'm up to, uh, as of today, we are on number 135 of my console collection. Um, it's going to end up somewhere in the 300s, I think. Uh, but, um, well, I mean, it'll never stop, but it's going <laughs> to, it's going to slow way down at some point when I've got everything that I have in my collection. I'm on to things now that are taking longer. Like I have, I have one system that I spent about 400 and some dollars for at one point, which was this 8-bit system out of Japan. And um, it didn't come with a game. And <laughs> it's one of those things where, well, that's it's kind of normal. Like, it's kind of normal to get them without a game just because, you know, how, people to make money. Sell the game for more money, you know. But the game, like the console itself... It used to be super rare, but it seems like somebody found like some, you know, like, hey, look at this. There's like 10 of these. Let's sell them for a lot of money and nobody wants them. So they're all in pretty good shape that are on eBay. But the games, oh, the games never show up. (laughs) And then finally they did. And the guy that's listing them wants about 400 to 500 bucks per game. (laughs) I'm not buying that. Like I collect consoles. I don't collect games. If I can get a game. I'll get it because I want to know if it'll work, but yeah, it's got to—it's gonna have to be at least a hundred bucks or less, and that's even pushing it because it's—I'm not that dumb um, for something I'm never gonna play or be interested in, etc. But it's good to have one, you know. Anyway, so I have a couple systems like that. Um, one of the other ones, though, I don't really care too much about if I have a game or not because it's kind of like a clone, so. Um, I don't really collect variants. I'll probably show people that one at some point. But anyway, we're up to 135 on the, uh, on the video game news radio, YouTube channel. So if you want to check it out now, that's open to everybody and in the whole world. And you can also find the public, uh, podcast show on there, uh, when it gets posted. And we just posted up, uh, the July 5th show went up yesterday so we're about a month behind on posting the shows. I apologize for that. We have been recording them. And by the time you've listened to this one, well, it'll be a month in the future. I, I have uh, preloaded them now. So we've, we've got over a month of shows um, that are going to go every Sunday. So we're, we're good for a while. Uh, but yeah, I was just, um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard being me. I joined this cornhole thing on Sundays. <coughs> we talked about that and that was eating up my Sunday. It's over now. And so now I can do other things. It's just kind of like out of, you know, just, oh, I got to go do cornhole. Don't even think about the computer or anything. You know, come home, do laundry, eat, sleep, whatever. Don't think about the computer. It's just how shit goes. And then during the week, you're like, why don't you do it during the week? I got two jobs. So when I'm done doing one job, I start thinking about the other job. Like, yeah, I just, I don't even, I don't even get there. It's crazy. How's your your week been, done? Oh, uh,
0: who, me? Uh, <laughs> it's alright you know
1: nothing, I guess nothing new happened this week anything exciting
0: mm, not that I
1: know of didn't go anywhere and take a trip no come or, on see a new I'm movie not... at the theater yeah. I watched Black Widow oh really not in the theater yeah cause
0: I got uh, I've got Disney Plus well sorry the ex-wife has Disney Plus you paid $30 and...
1: to watch the Black Widow movie
0: wow. no I'm saying that's what I'm saying is the ex-wife has Disney Plus And so when the kid came over, she was like, here, do you want the code for Disney plus? I was like, sure. And wouldn't you know it? They paid $30. So, wow. So I get it. Yay. So I got, I was like, well, I go, it's here. I might as well, you know, it's kind of like me sticking it to her. So I might as well watch it. Yeah. You know, why
1: not? So was it, was it all right?
0: It was, it was a good movie.
1: Yeah.
0: In the aspect of if, if I'm someone who didn't read comic books or whatever, right. I could go in there and be like, wow, that was good. You know, Yeah, that was, that was a good movie. But being the comic book guy that I am, right. <clears throat> I'm just like, you know what? You ruined another one of my favorite villains. <laughs> like, this is dumb. Did yeah. you see it?
1: No, no,
0: no. Okay. I
1: wanted to. And, uh, and just, I don't have time.
0: And it's not like, and it's not like they ruined, ruined my favorite villain. I mean, he's still a bad dude, you know, or a bad ass or whatever. But Jeez, who would your favorite villain
1: be? Boy. That's well, that's tough. I'm not sure what I, that would be.
0: Well, I like I like the Mandarin. They ruined that. I like whiplash, favorite, like in the comic books. They ruined that. Oh, favorite? Probably Doom. Really? Oh, dude, look at the guy. Oh. He's like encased in a, 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 a steel suit and you can't get out because well, he can get out if he wants, but he doesn't want to because he's so disfigured. And he rules land. He's like Look at this! I rule all these people,
1: like
0: like a normal person. Yeah, but I'm also going to take over the world. I don't know. I don't know who my favorite villain would be, but I have I have
1: favorites. You know what I mean? There's villains that I like. Oh, Jesus, Task super... Taskmaster was one of them. What happened, Mark? Sorry, you just went super hot on me. I'm Sorry. trying to fix the audio while you're talking. Shouldn't be fucking around. That's not. Gonna That's work. what it is. That's, That's not going to work though. There's way too much feedback. People are going to be like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> why is anderson yelling I'm at me sorry guys i'm trying hold right? on it's fucked up it's my fault it's my fault
0: Damn yeah it. it's his fault everybody input device that's why i can't my tell you my favorite villain
1: <laughs> no you can talk i'm sorry go ahead
0: no i don't i don't have a favorite i just i was just saying it's like i have a. you know there's certain villains that i'm always like oh i like him yeah you know better than other guys taskmaster is one of them Mandarin's one of them. Whiplash from Iron Man 2, he was one of them. But, as you know, in the movies, they just made them all weaker than they're supposed to be. Now, what if they... Well, maybe Molecule Man. What if they came out with
1: a movie with Molecule Man? Then I'd be like, that's my dude. Is he a villain? Molecule Man? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't read that.
0: Uh... Yeah, he was He's a bad guy. But then he, like, you know, his therapist told him he should be
1: a good guy, so he changed his life around changed his angle
0: yeah he's just like you know what i'm my, my doctor says i swallow a lot of aggression so he told me to be a good guy
1: <laughs>
0: so, I, I have no idea
1: yeah. maybe i gotta oh you know. wow now you just went loud <laughs> i know hold on All right, <laughs> i'm sorry everybody I'm, I'm, he just I'm, walked into a tunnel i'm totally trying to figure Ooh. out the, the balance here i, I think it, I, I i wiggled the microphone jack in the in the port and that ah. caused that that happen so uh, uh, something's not right we'll figure it out do i sound all right now am i too loud for you no you're fine right. i mean i might be a little bit loud for the mic um i'm deaf in one ear anyway so oh jesus i had to deal with joe today and that deaf shit He was too close to a car or something and <laughs> a wrote or a car show and says he was deaf so i can't <laughs> hear you we got to go inside what I don't, okay um yeah no, uh, villain wise, uh, you know, at one time I, th- I thought Mr. Sinister was kind of cool, but then I like, in retrospect, kind of looked back on it and I was like, that just seemed like they made that guy up to kind of explain away that there yeah. were, there were two Jean Grays, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that there was no like real master plan or something. It was just like, you know what I mean? Like they sort of invented that it, it was a lost thing and I mean, the name it's like that's not th- i'm mr sinister like, <laughs> yeah. anybody else would be like get out of here
0: right you know so i was like, like
1: and then never, never really understood what his power was anyway like he has that red ruby on his forehead or something he was sinister <laughs> yeah you came up He came up with evil plans Not good man no and um i don't know i don't yeah. know it's, it's obviously right. it's thanos because i've always been oh. the guy talking about that guy forever um <laughs> there you go now it's the hip thing so you can't do that right everybody's like oh, i know about the infinity gauntlet and shit but folks if you were there back in the day kevin baird talking that shit all the time yeah, um, telling them to shut up
0: yeah, like i don't care about yeah. that <laughs> Just <laughs> shut like up. they're in space there's time travel like i don't care
1: leave me alone be quiet damn it kind of <laughs> like i kind of like galactus although he's not really a villain or a good guy he's kind of neutral but he eats planets <laughs> And yeah, I just, just, I like the fact that he's just cold. Like he's just uncaring cold dude who just is like, whatever, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat your planet. And then you got to yeah. make a deal with him and shit. Like, well, what if I do something for you? Like, all yeah. right, I guess.
0: If I give you these other planets
1: and then it's like, I don't care. This character doesn't make a lot of sense though. I mean, he's just like this big, tall dude with a big helmet. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. he's standing in space. You can't walk or anything. <laughs> right. You know, he's got like a spacecraft, I guess, but it's, it's, it just barely fits him. Uh, it's like
0: everybody's like, oh my God, he's, he's, you know, nobody can defeat him. Right. Like you said, he's just too big. Right. And it's just like, seriously, people, if he wanted to, he could just walk around our planet and kill everybody. Right. You know what I mean? Like he could step over the ocean or
1: something and just be like, oh, uh, uh. yeah, right. totally. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous character. Yeah. Uh, all right, so on this show, I wanted to talk. I always wanted, to, like, I was thinking about this the other day. I, I think about this off and on. I know it seems weird, but mm-hmm. like, um, like, uh, oh, here, here's what it is. Like, it. I've got, like, when I grew up, I didn't have a lot of money. We all know this story, and so I had to get a job. And when I'm right. working at these jobs, like, if you go back to like Wendy's, right, mm-hmm. I'm working at Wendy's. And I look at somebody like, you know, uh the, some of the managers, and I'm thinking, I can do their job. Like, I can right. do that dude's job. Like, I'm the guy doing all the hard shit. I'm running from Fry Station to Burger Station to fucking getting people their fucking shit and putting it in the bag, while the manager's just basically standing around telling me what to do. And I'm thinking, like, I could do that dude's job. Now, I grew up a little bit since that time, and I kind of realized that, yeah, he has to do the schedule and he has to do the ordering, and the buck stops with him, and, you know, he's got to make sure shit's covered and all that kind of crap. But at the end of the day, that guy was making way more than we were, right? Like, I still think, like, I could do that dude's job. Like, I don't want his job now because I I get paid a (laughs) lot more than whatever that he probably makes. But, you know, at that time, I was thinking, like, I got to get, his job or something, you know? So I was always sort of career driven in the sense of, I wanted to, uh, get more money. Right. And I wanted to, um, uh, and, and I, and I get like personally with me and, and this is just me. I get like to a point where I don't think anybody is really smarter than me. And I don't think anybody can outwork me. And so, like, I feel like I can do what anybody else is doing. Now, what I'm saying, I'm not saying I could be a doctor. Like, if (laughs) I need surgery, don't worry. Baird's here. He can do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that. I know that there's things that people learn and they have specific skills. But I'm saying in a more sort of uh, generic sense that, like, you know, everybody knows what they know because somebody told them or they were shown an example of something, right? Right. Nobody, right. I mean, okay, yes, they could have come up with it on their own, but that is few and far between, right? Uh, and right. most of those people are artists and shit, and I'm no fucking artist. So, you know, like, um, so now I'm going to get to you here, but I'll explain where I'm where I'm going with Ooh. this in a minute. I can't um, now we we have friends, Right. Who uh, choose to not work very much uh, like Joe, for right. instance. Joe doesn't have a job, hasn't had a job since April, I think. And, you know, doesn't live anywhere but with his folks. So I don't think he pays rent. Uh, I don't think he has a car payment. He uses his parents' car. Um, and so it's like he has sort of like the ability to kind of skirt the, the system because he does not want to work at all now. Okay. I guess, right. Like if you can get away with it and you don't want to work, I I can kind of understand that mentality. I'm not there because I want to buy shit. I like buying things. I like going to the store, picking things up, making a purchase and stuff. I don't, generally i'm not one of those guys that like wants to go on vacation you know there's those people they're like i want to take two weeks and go scuba diving we know those people um but i'm not that guy i just have always wanted to buy stuff because there was no other way for me to get something you know what i mean like i i could steal it but that wasn't going to work out very well for me i'm kind of tall people would (laughs) notice that i'm putting things in my pocket and arrest me so um but you're an interesting case to me Don and I think about this hey. sometimes because you've been working as long as I have basically right you've been having a job since actually younger than me because you 14. were a year younger than me um right. I I did have a job before OWA but you know you were still a year younger and um y- yet you you have had a management job I know at least one you were the manager right. at um uh Bob, Evans. Bob Evans, right. Or oh, and Marcos. I was a manager at Marcos. Okay. Too. Were you a manager? Okay. And I wasn't, yeah. maybe you were a manager at something else. Nah, um, I don't think so. and, um, but, uh, you've never seemed completely driven to get into a career or to stay in those positions. And I've always kind of wondered what it is like, like, cause I don't think you're lazy. I don't think that at all. No. Um, but it's like, I don't, I've never quite understood the, the, <laughs> the mentality of it right like i i definitely don't think anybody wants to work to death i know lots of people that don't like my brother right he's just kind of working he found a kind of a niche he's a truck driver he gets up he does his job he likes to call on sick a lot but he does his job and he comes home and he's not trying to be manager or anything like that you know what i mean he's just gonna truck get his pension and and be done with it and and i'm cool with that that, I guess that makes sense, too. But it's kind of like you're kind of floating between careers a lot. And I know you've wanted to do music and comedy and all these kinds of things. So can you break it all down for me? What's going on? <laughs> with, can you just break down for me what's been how, going on with you and in, in your how career? Do, well, how, do you, how do you survive all this, Anderson? Yeah, I mean, you know, because you can't be happy in a lot of it when you're not making not, rent and all that kind of stuff at, no. at times, right? So, uh, like, I'm just trying to, like, yeah, break, <laughs> right. break it down for me, man. I just want to understand <laughs> it. it. Well, I, I
0: from my earliest days, I've always, I, I was the same way you were. I was kind of, I, I wasn't, we weren't poor growing up, but we didn't have money to spend. You know sure. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like we had the house, we had clothes, we had food, we had our, our, you know, and we had each other. We had what we needed as a family because my dad would get laid off for weeks on end and there'd be no money, you know, or, you know, then he'd go work in south america for three months and all of a sudden you know then and and they and then they'd go on my mom and dad would go on vacation they take me to canada every so often it was you know i mean we did stuff we just didn't do extra um so i'm kind of like the same way you were where it was like we're growing up was like all right well if i want something i'm gonna need money how do I get money? Because I need to do something. So, I mean, I used to, when I was like a little, little kid, I used to do lemonade stands out front of my house on Lansing. There's no traffic there, but I would sit out there trying to make money, try to sell lemonade. I I used to draw pictures, which were horrible. And I would hang them up on the tree right there in front of my yard. And I would, I would sit out there and try to sell pictures to people. I'm like a dollar a picture, grab a picture. Oh, yeah, really? like, what? Who, cool. wants, a, who <laughs> wants a picture of a rocket? You know, like a really bad rocket. And it's just like, I would try anything. And uh, I mean, even like Clay Mueller and I, when we were kids, him and I always talked about, we're going to own a restaurant. They will have our own restaurant. We're going to do all this stuff. So it's like, I've always been like, hey, if I want it, I got to go get it. So obviously I got the job at Wendy's. I kind of, well, it took me a while because it was my first job. So I didn't, I didn't know work stuff, but. Uh, it takes you a while to figure out, oh, if I do this and this, then I don't have to do this. Or if I, you know what I mean? They were like, hey, you're really good at the register because you know how to count, which I was. I was really good with change and, you know, talking to people on the mic or whatever. And they were like, hey, you're really good at that. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. But then I started doing it and it was like, oh, if I do this, then I don't have to make the fries and I don't have to make the burgers and I don't have to make the Frosties and I don't have to sweep the floors and I don't have to, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, Oh, okay. I like this. <laughs> so that's why that's why I was always doing. I mean, there were nights when I was running the drive-through and the front register at the same time because they were just like, "Let Anderson do it." I was like, "Yeah, I will run back and forth, be taking orders back and forth." <clears throat> so I was, and uh, yeah, yes, I, I was of the same mind as you, as like, I, I need to make my own money. There was no future in Wendy's. I mean, I got hired at three thirty-five an hour, right, right? And yeah, I could have been a manager at a Wendy's, but. That's those fast food restaurant management is not.
1: No, it's not a career or
0: anything. You know what I mean? That's like anybody could do any high school kid can do that. As a matter of fact, hey, I was 15 years old and I was in charge of both registers of this of this fast food place. Right. You know, case in point. So it's like, okay, this isn't it. Uh, Every job I've had after that has always been a step up pay wise. So that's like I was making four bucks or whatever at Wendy's i went to chi chi's they were like we're gonna give you six bucks it's like i'm out of here <laughs> you know like i'm going to chi chi's right and i went to chi chi's and then i saw the sign at marco's that said drivers are sign you get 15 dollars an hour it's like well i'm out of chi chi's i'm going to marco's and i went to marco's and that was where i got the first taste of like management right uh i mean it just i mean i i'm not i'm i'm a lazy i am lazy i mean everybody's lazy i mean you've you've seen me oh yeah everybody's lazy oh, yeah, yeah. When it comes to getting paid, right. I'm there. It's like, what you're paying me to do something. I'm going to do it. Uh, and so it's just, I learned all that management stuff and they were like, Hey, you know, you could run this restaurant, you could run this place. And it's like, yeah, I can. And I did. And I would, I would, did it really well. And it was, this was my first taste of why probably food service wasn't going to work out because, Everybody, you know, I I was running the restaurant, good numbers, good labor, good food costs. You know, I, I wasn't doing schedules or nothing, but I got people in and out of there when they needed to and stuff. And right. People love working for me and stuff. <clears throat> I hope I'm going in the right direction with this.
1: Yeah, that's all right, man. Just keep going. Okay.
0: Okay. And uh, it, it eventually got to the point where it was, I was going to buy my own store. I was like, you know, why don't I just buy my own Marco's? I kind of remember
1: this. Yeah. You were talking about this back in the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I know I could run the place. All I need to do is take their Marco's management test and I'll be fine. And I was just so stupid and cocky and just like, yeah, I could do anything. I'm, uh, I know how to do this stuff. I went to take their test and they started asking questions like, how much is a small dough ball (laughs) weigh? Really? That's funny. Yeah. and And I'm just like, well, I don't. I don't really know because we use a scale and we just mark it. We put a mark on the scale. It says S. (laughs) So we know that's the small dough ball. Right. And we have M. So it says, and I was like, so they're asking all these like questions that are, you know, I guess you should know. And they're like important to running the business, but it was like, well, no, I can still run the business. I'm just, I just don't know your terminologies or whatever. I just don't know. That's the problem with
1: test taking in general, right? Like all that shit, you could look when you need to know it. Like you could look it up when you need to know that. Where do I, oh, I got a new scale. I got to put a mark on it. What's the small size? Let's look in the book. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to know that off the top of your head. Like, you know what I mean? But that's what they There's so many things with testing and memory. I hate, I'm with you. I'm not a good test taker. And that's, and that's, and that's where I got my, like I said, I got my first
0: taste of this and that're probably not going to work out because even the dude who was at the corporate store where I went to go take the test, I came walking in and he goes, Oh my God, Donnie Anderson, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm here to take the mom's test. I want to buy my own franchise. And he was like, I don't even know why we're giving you the test. Just, we should just give you the store, you know? Da, 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 da. And it's like, cause I knew the guy and he was like, yeah, I totally. I knew all these, I knew people who were on the, marco's undercover boss episode oh, really? like yeah so it's like they're traveling around the country and they're seeing corporate people and i'm like i know that dude and he has personally asked me how my family is and how i'm doing and it's great to see me you know what i mean it was like i knew people and people knew me and they were like yeah yeah no it's donnie it's donnie. and then i took the test and he came out and he goes seriously man he's like i put i told everybody i knew you I told he's like, yeah. He's like, I told everybody that you were like awesome and that like you're a great worker and that you're doing and I go, I am. And he goes, Yeah, I know. But what is this? And he threw the test down. I completely failed. It was like 40% right. I was just like <laughs> oh, no. I'm just looking at him. I go, I listen, man. I go, you put me in a store, I will run it. And I and I will run it good. I will open it every morning. I'll close it every night. Whatever. You know, it's like, and you'll have good numbers and you'll make money. Said, so you want to know what the uh, how much a medium dough ball weighs, or if you want to know how sharp the knife should be, or how thin the tomatoes should be sliced. I mean, I don't care about it. I just know how to do it. That's like right, I just do right. it. Right. And he was like, Yeah, well, this isn't gonna work. They're not gonna allow you to. Like, and that and that kind of that kind of made it take there at that point. I was managing, anyways, but it was just like then my brother called and says, Hey, you want to work in the warehouse? <laughs> it was just like here's a completely different job and that's where everything twisted everything turned
1: and is that really why you left marcos was it because your brother called i mean i was never quite sure yeah okay
0: yeah because he called he called me the one day he might have he might have paged me (laughs) and i called him from marcos and he was like dude i need a shop guy it's 40 hours a week monday through friday seven to three every day uh that's rough yeah, I know it was. So you go, but then I was like, I was doing the math in my head, and I was like, oh, geez, that's not so bad. I ran the whole warehouse place. No, I don't mean the hours. Counter. I
1: mean, I mean the hours. Like, you got to be there at seven. Like, uh, yeah, no,
0: that's that's. I mean, of course, that's yeah, the first thought. In my head is like, oh, getting up in the morning. This is dumb. But super early. Man. I hate it, you know. Early. Well, here's the thing about that is like I wasn't good at it.
1: but i went
0: but i I went and did it and you know i would basically deliver oh i I would somebody would call me and be like i need this 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 and this and i'd throw it all in the truck and i would drive it out to the job site right so so every day there was a list of
1: oh did i lose you hold on let me pause the show i think we lost donny there for a second
0: sorry sorry i think my arm hit the uh mute oh okay sorry okay it's like this headset's got its own button, huh. but yeah, I was—I would load the truck and I would send it out. I, would, I was the guy who was delivering all the stuff to the job sites and stuff. And it wasn't—it wasn't a union job. It wasn't any good money, and it's just like that was my first taste in there. My first, you know, glimpse into like the union life was because I would pull up to the job site in my truck, and then some dude, some douchebag dickhead would come walking. up. Who are you? i be like, uh, Anderson industrial or Erie industrial or whoever it was, you know, and he's, well, what do you got? I was like, I need my, I need the guys to come get the, this is their stuff. He's like, all right, stay in the truck. and Don't get out. We'll unload it for you. And I just look at the guy and be like, okay, cool. Because I loaded it this morning and it sucked. And you go ahead and unload it. And I was sitting in this truck with my tunes jamming and my beverage and my air conditioning and so it was like, hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, this isn't such a bad job. Right. Uh and then that led into the union job working in construction. And that was where like okay, getting up for seven o'clock in the morning to get there at 7 a.m. and stuff. And then even beyond that, where it was like, okay, we need you at the job at 7 a.m. So it's like, wait a minute, so I gotta get up at like five? to get to the shop by six so I can get the truck done and get it out to the job site by seven so they can start. So it was like, Oh, this sucks. <laughs> but then when I got married, Oh my God, I was so happy to get up in the morning and just leave. <laughs> it was just like I, didn't, I was just like the alarm would, the alarm would go off at five 30. And I would just jump up and be like, yes, let's go conquer the day. <laughs> it was just like, I got to get out of here. Uh, so it, it, you get out of schedule and stuff. And that's, that's not bad. So it's, you get used to it. Yeah, working in engine jobs really easy. Cause they're just like coffee break at <laughs> nine and, 30. And it used to be everybody would bring their own coffee and thermoses and stuff. But then I showed up and I was just like, I'd be like, Hey guys, it's nine Coffee breaks in 15 minutes. Anybody want anything from McDonald's? And they'd all be like,
1: yeah.
0: And I became the messenger guy. And I'd start going to McDonald's and get food for everybody. I threw. My brother was like, this isn't coffee break. This is You guys are eating. Why are you guys eating food and sandwiches and stuff? I was like, because <laughs> why not? We got 15 minutes. If I can go to the place and get it, bring it back. They got 15 minutes to eat it. So, you know. So it was a great job because, like, you get there at 7. You work till, like, 9.30. You take a coffee break, you go back to work, you work till 1130, you go to lunch, you come back at noon, 1215, and you work till three. It's like, wow, this is, it was an easy, it was hard work. It was, I mean, don't get me wrong. There right. were so many times that I was stuck in, I mean, I've been, I've been inside of furnaces that were shut down but you can only stay in there for 10 to 15 minutes because your boots were would melt to the ground. Right. Right. And it's like, you had to rotate just for the oxygen and stuff like that. Like you guys got to get out, get hydrated. We got a second crew. We put in, they go in for 15, they come out, you guys go back in, that kind of thing. So it's like, there's a lot of shit work. I mean, sitting out in the middle of the winter, out in the middle of a field in the middle of the night with no lights, trying to see if I trying to clean out like this big pan, this big mixing pan, with like this super hard pressure washer. It's just shooting water everywhere, right back in your face. (laughs) It was like the whole face is just frozen. It's just like, you can't see anything because there's no lights. It's just like, this is bullshit. I can't do this. And then it's like 25 bucks an hour, full benefits. All right, fine. I'll finish this one. (laughs) You know, just like, okay. Uh, But that was a good job. My brother and I worked for my brother, but and he offered me uh, the company. He was like, Hey, I'll train you to, to run this company. And I said, no, I was like, I don't, nah, this isn't what I want to do. It's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I just want to work. It's like, I'm a good, I'm a good working worker. ant. I'm not a very good leader. Like if I was in charge, I would make all the dumb decisions and I'm not a very author- authoritative. I don't, I don't know. How you, I'm not very, uh, I don't like confrontation.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like, so and so called off. Okay, whatever. And they're like, why aren't you going to do anything about it? Uh, uh, I'll talk to him when he gets here tomorrow. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like I just, I just don't. I don't like dealing with people, and I don't like dealing with people's BS. And I don't. And it was just like there was a lot of that in construction. There's a lot of people. You know, he's like, hey, we're always looking for workers. You got to call these guys and see if they want to work. It's like I'm not sitting here on the phone. All night long, trying to find five bricklayers and two laborers, uh, or, or whatever. It's like that's that's just unnecessary, because I can just be the worker. I can go into work and I can do my job and leave, and I'm I'm good.
1: Um. So, so that's I mean, so like, you know, I I, I get the then you transition in the you know the waiting and the, and everything we're at right now, but um, like. <laughs> like, like like financially you're getting by right like you're just getting by it's paycheck to paycheck kind of thing well now you, you, uh, now, right it's now it's just day to day yeah it's day to day it's that's a different thing um yeah. and um you know but on the other half of it you have this creative thing that i don't have right you can play music you can sing and you can um do comedy right you, and you and you're good at managing a crowd for the most part for a guy that doesn't like confrontation Somehow you can stand in front of a group of people and manage that some way. I, I've never quite understood that about you. That, right. That's a cool talent. I'm glad you can do that. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's not something everybody can do. I certainly can't do that. I'm too, uh, I mean, you know, I can put my mouth out there for the whole world to hear me on this thing, but put me in front of a group of people and, ugh, no, right. thank you. Um, Completely different. Yes. And, and but, um I mean, there's got to be a part of you that knows that like, you know, you're just, you're, you're kind of coasting through this thing. So I'm just curious, yeah. like, you know, what <laughs> are, are you fine like this? Do you want no? to, of to, course. to, to do of course more not. like, a, I. I mean, of course you would want like a guy to come up to you just like, you know, everybody dreamed about in the in the eighties and nineties or was like, you know, I work for, you know, AM records and I'm gonna give you a million dollar contract and sign you this and all that kind of thing. And you know, right. it, the odds of them going to Flash Gordon's in Ohio is about zero to zero chance, you know. Right. Um, but you know, it it's still, you know, everybody has a dream uh and, and, and all that sort of thing, and it's good to go for it. And lots of you know, you, you, you do a lot. And so it, it, it's just a weird thing. Like I'm, I, I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to understand your motivations, right? Cause we're, now we're getting older and I'm trying to think of my motivations. Like I look at the next right. 20 years and in 20 years, I'm going to be 70, you know what I mean? So it's going to be yeah. like, it's like, well, I ain't going to do shit at 70. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like my neighbor next door. I'll just be farting around in my yard if I'm still healthy. And, yeah. um, and, and so I got 20, 20 years now to, to, to do whatever I'm going to do. um, And it's certainly probably not a time for you to be like, uh, I'm going to start a whole new career. You know what I mean? Some people do though. I mean, Beth OD recently became a nurse, you know, some people do do it. I'm just, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What are are you, what are you doing? I had an, I
0: I had an idea. Um, I have a couple ideas actually. I had a, I had an idea for certain opening up eating establishments, uh, Different two different versions that I will not divulge here. Uh, of course, one of them was uh, I, I had this, the one the one that I really was into was uh, just before COVID, and I was like, all right, so I just got to find some investors. I got to find somebody with money who's willing to take a chance on you know me and being able. But then it's like I look at because of my past and the way everything's been going, it's like well, this doesn't help. So it's like it kind of put me in a situation, and then COVID happened. And it was like, well, thank God that didn't happen. Cause if it would have happened, I would have lost everything. Right. And I just would have been so defeated. And that's and I think that's the other the, the other part of it for me is I have the ideas to try things, to do things. Right. But the fear of failing is too much for me. Sure. Where it's like, where it's like, okay, I could go ahead and try to do this and maybe I'll succeed. But if I don't, I'm completely screwed as opposed to, but then I'm doing this now and I'm getting by and everything's fine. You know what I mean? It's like, do I like it? No. I mean, I would love to be able to walk into a store and see something on the shelf and be like, I'm going to buy that for myself because I haven't, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't buy things for myself. I don't. I don't, I, you know, if I do, it's like a special occasion where the thing is like free or it's like, you know what I mean? It's like a CD for $3. I was like, I'll buy that. You know sure. what I mean? It's like, right. I, could sp- I could spend $3 on myself. So it's like a, a lot of it is the fear of failing. Um, Interesting. Just because, I mean, I, I, in my head, it's like, I know I can do this. Like if I, like, remember how cheap, how busy Chee was? Sure. Back in the day, it was like oh, two yeah. hours, three hour waits for yeah. people and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, if I open up a small restaurant, I I have all the recipes. I know all the recipes for their food. I can recreate that menu and I can open up a restaurant just like it. I don't call it Chi Chi's or nothing like that. I'm not using any of their trademarks because they're still a company, they're still a valid working business. But it's like I could open, I could do that, call it something else, do whatever, and I would make. I bet you I would make tons of money. You know what I mean? Because everybody'd be like, oh my God, it's just like Chi Cheese back and it's like, yeah, that's right. And it's vegetarian. It's it, you know, it can be vegan or whatever. I don't I don't know what they like, it can't be vegan because of cheese, but it, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like I but that part of me is like, that's a lot of money to sink into something. And what if it doesn't work? You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, then you got to try. You got to go through the process of hiring managers. You got to find people you trust. You got to find employees that'll show up. Uh, you got to find, you know what I mean? It's just, it's it, it was all that stuff. It was just like, um, you know what? I'll just, I'll just work.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? It's like, right. that just sounds like, that. just sounds like
1: it's too much. Um, you know, um, my niece, she's doing this thing. And I don't know if she's still doing it. She's certainly not posting pictures about it like she usually does. Maybe she got burned out on it. But she was um, uh, making, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Like uh, meals that you, like pre-made meals. Not like yeah. frozen, not like TV dinners. You know what I mean? Like these were like all fresh ingredients type of thing. Yeah. And she would put these in the special containers and then, um, and she would sell them. And I think it was, you know close to $10 a meal or something. I don't know her prices exactly, but, um, you know, uh, and, and she ended up making, she ended up like, uh, I think the last count she had was like, she had made like, um, like 500 meals or something, you know, it was like five grand. Um, and, and that seemed like a thing that could blow up into a big business. Her problem is, is that she's, um, She doesn't like to give up control, she says. So she doesn't want to work with anybody else. She just kind of wants to do it. Because she wants to make sure it's right, which is great. You know, that totally makes sense. Um, But, yeah, you got to work with other people, unfortunately, (laughs) if you want to expand and get big and all that kind of shit um it it's just the nature of the the bees and that
0: and that's kind of like what working in the construction field with my brother he would you know i would show up to work one day and he would be like hey i need you to go to this job and i need you to sweep the floors clean the walls and do this or you know just and it would be like i'm by myself i'm doing my own thing i'm at my own pace i finished the job it was nice and easy but then you put me in a place like cheesecake factory and it's like why am i the one who's always doing this why am i the one who's always running and getting you know like everybody else is lazy and standing around and right. not doing their jobs and stuff and it's just like you head you're making my my job harder and that's why i can't do that anymore <laughs> you know and i was a manager at bob evans for a while and i thought this could work out <clears throat> but i got yelled at by the area director because everybody liked me too much and i was being too nice and I wasn't getting anything done, even though all my numbers were good. And it was just like, Bleh. I was like, but my numbers are good. She's like, yeah, well, that's not what we want. We want this. this. It's just like, I can't. So I can't do corporate. That was the reason why I had to get out of food because it's just like, I can't do the corporate thing. Cheesecake wanted me to be a manager. No. <laughs> You're like, that's 60 hours a week on a salary. You
1: can't do that. It's yeah, like, I'm, I can't do I'm that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. No, food industry is too. It's, it's not. It, it, and you depend on everybody else it's right. like it's dependent like because if i show
0: up to work and nobody else shows up to work then it's like i'm screwed
1: you and they're just so replaceable you're so easily replaceable you're, you're, you know yeah. you have no job security you know you can't yeah. make mistakes they they eliminate you in a heartbeat
0: remember a couple of years ago i wanted to open up a comic book store remember
1: i was talking to you about yeah that we talked about that but that's that yeah that wouldn't go that was not feasible at all <laughs> no not not in today's market no. um the one up here on the corner sold out a few years back um you you could have bought the whole thing for about 40 grand i think yeah right Uh, just kind of ridiculous um you know but you know sometimes i think it's also kind of like about the hustle uh when you look at like say like this was something i always kind of thought about with the band like adversary as well as probably later turnbuckle but maybe more with adversary was the fact that like um you know uh you guys would get a CD, you know, like a demo CD or whatever, and, you know, you would sell it to people, but you guys never really pushed it. Like, nobody was ever out hustling and trying to, right. to sell it, move it, etc. And if you really wanted to get a, a record deal, that's kind of the whole trick, right? Right. It's not so much somebody's going to be like, man, I love your tune. I'm going to sign you. It's more like, hey, man, uh, we sold 5,000 copies of our, of our album, you know, and just in this area alone, um you know, this, these are our numbers and this is what we're turning. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we're able to like flip this amount. And then somebody in that industry is going to be like, all right, well, obviously you guys are doing something where you can make a profit, you know? So we'll we'll end up signing you. And that, that's what generally happens with a lot of bands um, is, you know, they get signed because they can move merch uh, rather than um, fill uh, uh, clubs because everybody can fill a club basically. But Mm -hmm. You know, it, and I guess it's all, yeah, just about the hustle. And, I, you know, but it's like, um, you know, just like, you know how it is. Just like being a comedian. If you want to be a really good comedian, you got to go on tour. But how are you going to go on tour and, if you don't have money, you know? I mean, or, he- go ahead.
0: And and then, well, here's also another thing is for a period there, I was working for my brother. I was doing stand-up comedy as well. And I was, I was, I was, how can I say this? My brother, I was on my brother's number one laborer because sure. i come in i do the job i get i do i do my job and i get it done and he knew that and it's like yeah everybody you know donnie's lazy yeah he shows up at six fifty nine when we start at seven but at seven o'clock i i get out there and i start working so it's like screw all you guys um so i, I do have a good work ethic I, I i can do the job stuff like that the uh i was getting really good with the comedy doing shows every week you know, and, and it was like, it was really, really, I'm blowing my own horn. I mean, I was really getting to a point where even I was saying to myself, oh my God, that went better than I thought. But then I got fucking married and that was, that just, that just ruined everything. Because once I got, once I got with Julie, why do you need to be going out to comedy nights all the time? Why can't you stay at home? And then it's like, I'd be at work. I'd be in the steel mill. I'll be like, Hey, I got eight hours overtime tonight for you. And I call her up and be like, "What are we doing tonight?" She's like, "Nothing. We're just sitting around." It's like, "Okay, I'm staying for eight hours of overtime, twenty five dollars an hour at overtime. That's like nearly forty bucks an hour to stand around for eight hours and do nothing." No, you need to come home. This job's the worst. You need—I mean, she's made me quit jobs on the spot. So it was like I went through a horrible period there. Um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, where it was like it was—I was actually doing well and I was doing good. In certain aspect, like I haven't, I haven't been able to do the comedy thing again to that level that I was at at that point, and that was before you guys came to see me at May Halls and all that stuff. A couple, whatever, five, six, seven years ago, um, and it was just like it just defeated me. It was just like, oh, I can't even, do, you know, do that. And and uh, I, she ruined the comedy for me. She ruined my job for. Me. She moved me out of town. It's like I had a great paying job sitting right here. I had everything in front of me. My brother owned the company. I could pretty much write my own ticket and do what I. I could have taken over his company, which eventually, later on in life, I could have been like, "Hey, I've grown up and realized, yeah, this is a good idea." But it was just I was taken away from it. So it's like when I had the good stuff, I let I let a woman determine, you know, what I because she's like, "We got to move to Columbus," and I was just like, "We do." <laughs> like, is that because
1: her mom moved there or something and you guys
0: <laughs> well her mom was already there and she's she. It was, it was the house that we were in wasn't paid for and then once it was like three months behind she's like we gotta move i was like what do you what she's like yeah unless we could come up with three months worth of mortgage payments in the next two days it was just like wait what like how did so whereas i was getting blamed for st- stuff she was horrible as well uh so, and that took me away from here and I couldn't work for my brother. I couldn't do comedy. And it was just like, now I got to come up with something else. And it just, and, and, and then once I got divorced and thrown out, I, I living at that lowest level that I was living at. I mean, you saw my room, my room apartment yeah, that like, I'm pretty sure your head touched the ceiling. Um, that was, I mean, that was my lowest point. And I, and I, and I, and I sailed and I, I, didn't sail through it, but I mean, I, I made it through doing what I needed to do just to survive, you know, paying the electric bill and paying rent and paying, you know, for my car and, and all that stuff. And so it just seems that after that, anything is a step up, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I was at the lowest point and I made it work. It was it was it ideal? No. Is it what anybody would want? No. Would you say it was perfect? No, but I did it. And so that kind of defeated me. I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I think all of it to, to, together, you know, just kind of was just like where I was just like, well, I, I had a chance at this. I had a chance at this. I ruined all this. And I guess I'll just live I'll just go. You know what I mean? It's just like I'm just I'm just making money and I'm going day by day, week by week. Uh if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I know it does. It does, Donnie. I and I know all the hardships and things you've been through and I know your marriage was insane. I have seen okay, it firsthand yeah. with uh oh, yeah. a lot of the uh just the look in your eye. <laughs> 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 like you right. didn't need to tell me about it or nothing, yeah. you know. I was just it's just a, a d- dead look, yeah, it's just a transformation in, in a way and uh um when it was over, it was the you know it was I think you were in like the weirdest form of uh relief
0: <laughs> but, but that's the thing is after it was all over, I was at my lowest point like eating peanut butter and jelly right
1: financially you were yeah. but I was
0: happy yeah <laughs> and I think that's what that's what that's that's what you know in my in my head that's what i I came out with was like Hey, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm happy and I'm alive. I'm here and I'm, I'm you know. Yeah. Am, am I able to go to this concert? Am I able to go see a movie? Am I able to go buy this? Eh, probably not. But whatever. I I'm here and I'm still, you know. Yeah. Trying. So I I have no idea. I'm, I'm look. I'm almost fifty and I'm trying to find a job now. It's like this is ridiculous. How, what did, What did I do? I screwed everything up. You know.
1: Well no, no, I I don't think that. You know, and it, look, that's it, not, you know, it, it, <laughs> that's not the question. Well, it's not I don't think it's that. I mean, it's, you know, look at Adam. He, that guy screwed up more things oh. than it's just ridiculous. Um True. but uh it I guess it's just, you know, it's you know, I, I can understand the burnout of all of it too because it's kind of it's kind of crazy. But did you um I don't know, man. Like you're not going to DoorDash the rest of your life, obviously. Right. No, 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 no. 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 See, so you, you know, but you, you're not quite sure what you want to do. You don't, you don't want to be in the food industry. Al right. is kind of, is he, what is he doing? He, now?
0: he doesn't know he, he's his company folded up years ago. And, uh, yeah, he's just, he works for somebody else now. He, so I, I could, I could try to get into that again, but I don't really, it's too late. It's like, I'm the old guy. And if I, got hired on with anybody they'd be like you're the new guy dig the hole and it's like i'm not doing the grunt work i'm not starting from the beginning
1: again yeah yeah you know. no i know i know i mean i i just um uh, yeah no i, I get it <laughs> i, I guess <get laughs> it, it's it's difficult because there's not there's not a lot like you know there's certain jobs i think you would be really good at in the sense of like um uh, I don't know do I, I have you ever thought about working retail in a way like you talk about working at a comic book shop, et cetera, but it's like you know you're you're pretty good with people on the whole and not, not saying you like them, right? right but you're good at right. you're good with people like and and I don't even know yeah. if you would necessarily be bad at sales because you you know as long as you're not trying to pull one over on somebody, you know if you were selling something that's new and it is what it is. You know, like that's the TV. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Like then take it or leave it. But I, but you have that, you know, friendly personality where somebody would feel comfortable talking to you about things like that. And and you would be able to, you would probably be good at it in order to, to move product that way. And it's the same in retail. Like if you were behind the counter somewhere talking to somebody about something you know, I, I think people would have a natural inclination to trust what you're saying, right? Because right. You, you don't come across as being a flim flam man or a shyster or something. You know, <laughs> you're you're um you, you know you're you're an easy guy to talk to. Everybody likes yeah. you, et cetera. So it's it's like, but I, I if I look at your history of of work, you did you have very little retail experience, and that is kind of odd because uh, right. I don't know. I, I think it might be something you would be good at. I. I am
0: i don't think I'd ever be good as a salesman because I can I can take no for an answer. I'm the kind of guy that <laughs> I'd be like, hey, listen, let me tell you about this. And I would go, blah, 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 blah. Are you interested? And you'd be like, nah, I'm not that interested. I'd be like, okay, thank you. And that's just the kind of guy. I'm like, I don't want to hassle you. I don't want to badger anybody. I don't yeah, want to be of that cold that I'll people. tell you from
1: experience, most of that stuff is based on pitches. So it's yeah. not like you have to come back with something and think of something on some way to skew it. They usually train you with a secondary pitch and a third pitch. So like well, you start with the main pitch and then if they don't like it, you jump to the thing. second pitch and then if they don't like it, you go to the third pitch. After that my, they like kiss off. My pitches are all better, that's the thing. Well, like right. I, you can like I don't want to say what
0: Right. Yeah, it's like I don't want to say what you're saying, I'd rather do it this way well, but for sure never... but i still
1: think you know i know retail is uh maybe i don't know man like it's it's kind of like going back to when he's working work in the cashier register right like right. you're not really doing the food work you know you're more like you're, you're talking to the customer you're giving them their food etc you're giving them their cash you, you were good at it
0: yeah and, you know
1: and I, and i think like i know that not I know not general retail working at a register behind like uh, right you know at a clothing store is going to make you any kind of money at all like I, I know <laughs> no, that right, I, right. That's, that's not what I'm saying but I think like but, it, you might be happier in in a in a job like that that had the potential yeah. to pay or even in a in a you could manage a job like that um, maybe because uh, you know again it's I don't know. I think, you know, maybe that's something down the road, maybe you could look, you should look into if it, if it becomes available, you know what I mean? Something pops yeah. up, you might find that that, cause I really think you have a, a, a way to, um, uh, make people feel disarmed. And I think that's good. You're right.
0: And, and that's, but that's, and even though I'm good at that,
1: my fear
0: is that the person walking in is going to be anti happiness or whatever you know what i mean it's like this person's coming in just in a bad mood they don't want to hear my jokes they don't want to hear my you know, I didn't with it that as a
1: waiter. Right. I mean, you I did. Uh, well, that's what, way, you know? that's what I'm saying. That's what
0: I'm saying. It's like I, that's that's where I'm that's where I'm coming from with this is because here I am at the Cheesecake Factory where I could walk up to a table and be like, hey, what's up, everybody? And they're like, hey, you hey, I'm good. Let me tell you about it. Da, 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 da. And right. I can sit, just like you said, I can do my spiel. Right. I could do my talk and I could come up with things real quick. One liners, you know, for people saying stuff. And it's like da. da, da, da and people will laugh. I mean, I've had tables. I've had servers from other sections come over and go, what are you doing over here? Because all I hear is screaming and laughter coming from the side of the restaurant. Like, what is it? And it's just like, I'm just talking to people and I'm cracking jokes. But then I get that one table where it's some dude who's a sourpuss. Right. And it's just like, hey, everybody. Hey, blah, blah, blah. And, and they just look at you like, Ugh. and it's just like, oh, oh, okay. And then they just complain. And then it's just like, that's the part I hate where it's just like, oh
1: i don't want to it, yeah i'm thinking like you, i'm thinking less like i'm thinking more like you know like for instance like you don't probably go to the casino very often okay but this is just an example right never so you, been okay well i don't have but, the money for but it. you can you can <laughs> you can imagine so let's say you, you go to like a casino or something right? yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. they might have like a, a promotion going on right so like you know while you're there uh every like um uh half hour they pick a name of the people that are playing the games because they they know who's playing based on your membership card that you have in the machine and so like when they when they um uh call somebody's name then they can come and you know spin the wheel or something right, right. and pick a prize like it's it's like almost like you know being a um a game show host or something right and i'm thinking like you wouldn't be bad at that you know what i mean like that yeah. whatever that job is i don't know what that's called you know MC, like, you, like well yeah or something or or you're some sort of you know um spokesperson or something but not that to that level you know what i mean like you're not the the voice of the company or yeah. anything but like that sort of hey steve you know you're enjoying playing our you know i don't know man but i just think that like you're right. There's always going to be that one person, but I think on the whole, look, like I said, you stand in front of crowds and you can handle crowds. You you, you, you can do it. And you, I think you can do it better than other people. That fear of the one person, I get it, but we all have got fears of something at our jobs. Yeah. I think you could probably be successful at, at um, something along that area that, that would be really good for you. Yeah. and anyway. well, well, that's, and that's my, my thing is, it's,
0: I, I don't, I, unfortunately for me, I overanalyze everything so much. I mean, I just, I sure. just do, I, I, I don't, I, I'm just driving around all day. <laughs> so it's like, I'm in my brain all day long. Like, well, what if I did this? What if I did that? And it's like, unfortunately for my dumbass, I, I don't look at it as in like, oh, look at that. I had this day where I, I made 49 people like this laugh, but I made one, there was one guy who had a complaint and yelled at me or whatever. And, and then when I walk away from it, I let that one guy, I let that one incident be the majority that's in my brain. Uh, I think like, everybody
1: does that, dude. It's just like when you have comments after posts and things. Everybody tells you how great like they like this show, for instance, you know, hey, I love the show, et cetera. And you get that one guy on there that's like, You sound like a dead hippopotamus or something. Yeah. And Where's and, Brian? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, jeez. I feel bad now. Um Right. You know, so, like, and, 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 and that's the one that sinks in. Yeah, everybody does that. Right.
0: And that's and that's what gets in my head beforehand. Because it's like, instead of worrying about the 49 people that I could go ahead and make happy or right. I could do work for, I'm more concerned looking back and going like, okay, where's the one person coming from?
1: I know it's hard. I know that is something that everybody has to work on. You're right. But it's also like, you, you got to change your mindset. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, most people, look, we, we don't like everybody. You know what I mean? No. Like, you don't like everybody. I don't like no. everybody. And and you know, you, you're never going to get everybody to like you, you know, but no. most people, that's all you need. Right. Anyway, we're about 57 minutes in. But th- this was just insightful. I I, I know it was a weird topic of conversation. I didn't mean to hit you up with something emotional or anything. It's just <laughs> something that I think about sometimes. And I'm just kind of like, you know... Um yeah this, i don't
0: know this is this is the part where you say well anderson your dreams are answered because i got the perfect jobs for you Where you're making all <laughs> and then it's like oh my god and then i start crying
1: if it's i was funny. rich we would do this podcast that's what you would get paid it, exactly so Except yeah, you would have like to come that. into the office and we'd have a real like, <laughs> mic thing and, and I when we're write. retired or something or maybe if retired. we have more patreon subscribers one day um yeah, did all kinds of stuff. we do have an email so let's do the email really quick and then we'll wrap okay uh, so this one comes from brandon and he says hi kevin and don 16 year listener here thank you brandon i'm loving the new oblast you guys have provided me countless hours of entertainment for most of my life thanks kevin Uh are you going to buy the playdate handheld console if you don't know about it the playdate is a hipstery looking handheld with a d-pad three face buttons and a hand crank as the main gimmick for it it also has a black and white screen no backlight And it's pretty expensive at nearly $200. But I figured Kevin may pick it up solely for collecting. So what's the plan, Kevin? Thanks, guys. All right. So I do have one on pre-order. But I tell you that I normally do not pre-order systems unless I'm pretty damn sure it's going to come out. Because there's a lot of things that you can pre-order on Indiegogo and Kickstarters. And they may never materialize. I have been burned on those. Luckily, not a whole lot of money. But there have been things that, um, uh, you know, didn't didn't come out. And I've learned, you know, never to put my money in a pre-order because, hey, if that thing's a success, if it comes out and it's good, they're going to keep selling it. Why in the world would they only sell it to the Kickstarter people, right? Uh, and a lot of times, uh, you know, once they get through the, the whole Kickstarter type process, then they end up dropping the price, et cetera, because they've done some sort of mass order now and, uh, they can sell it at a better price. So you end up taking all the risk and getting very little in the way of benefit. Now not, not everybody, not every Kickstarter does this or Indiegogo campaign, et cetera, but a lot of times that is the case. And so to me, it's sort of like, let's see it. Let's get it to materialize. And um, uh, most of them that I've seen don't, and you end up losing all your scratch. But this one I do because I'm pretty sure these guys have a successful um, uh, software thing. And so I'm thinking they can probably make this happen. It's also, it seems priced right. I know what you said, it's 200 bucks for like a black and white little handheld with a hand crank. But that kind of makes sense to me because... You know, the, the campaigns and the credit card companies on all this stuff. Everybody's taking a cut. you got to file your taxes. Look, all that money comes in as income, you know, to the business. And you got to declare losses and things, too. But the, the tax man comes for everything. And then you've got to make, make orders and ship things. And, you know, you're dealing with small batches. So that seems right. So, yes, yeah, I have one. But I'll tell you, if you ask me this about something else, I might be like, not going to happen. I'll wait and see um i did recently buy the most expensive game system that i've ever owned uh and it's um just say what it is i guess it doesn't matter it's going to be in a future video but it's way off in the future at this point um uh so donnie you had a commodore Mm. 64 right and You you had a commodore 64 yeah yeah And it took cartridges, right? But you never probably ever used the cartridge unless it was like a fast load cartridge or something, right? That would go in the side of the keyboard, right? Yeah, in the top, in the top back 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 or the top back yeah 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 okay and you you could put a cartridge in there no almost nobody did right i never did there were there were some games that were put on cartridge but for the most part um if you were over in england or or europe or something for whatever reason they liked the tape drive i think it was cheap you know what i mean like right you're money conscious over there a little bit so you're like you know cassettes you put the game on the cassette it's slow as shit but you put the game on the cassette and you could load it into the system that way Uh, If you were over here in the United States because we're all fat and rich, no. (laughs) But but it just was the thing where most people had a disk drive, right? And so we would load all our our software on disk drives. So most people didn't end up playing cartridges. So the Commodore 64, do you remember what year you guys got your Commodore 64?
0: Mm, Well, obviously it had to be after I met you.
1: Oh, was it after you met me? Oh, that
0: was late. Okay. I thought. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. No, it would have been before I. Yeah, before you met me. But I don't, yeah, it would have to be middle school sometimes. I had to buy my own, so.
1: Oh, did you? Okay. Well, it came out, I think, in like 1982, but it was really expensive when it first came out, and that wasn't mass adoption. That was just how electronics were back then. Things had to like slow cook, you know what I mean? Like you start off with something and you keep selling it and you, you adjust it and adjust the prices, et cetera. Uh, You know, it starts to hit critical mass around 1984 or something, 85, uh, and then, you know, pretty much drove it into the late 80s uh, because that because things lasted a long time back then. Um, So Commodore, they were seeing like people buying Nintendo, right? Nintendo Entertainment System came out around, what, 84 or something. And, uh, you know, it, it came out and, you know, it was doing really well in the marketplace and everything. And people were starting to think about, you know, Sega Genesis and super Nintendos and stuff coming into the, the late eighties, early nineties. And, um, so, uh, a Commodore as a business said, Hey, we want to get in on this, um, this cartridge video game thing. Right. So let's, let's sell a game system. We're going to, we're Commodore. We're going to sell a game system. And, um, we're going to do it and we're going to sell it over in England. So what they did <laughs> is they, they came out with the Commodore 64 GS, which is stands for game system. And mm-hmm. it was a plastic white plastic box. They took the cartridge port and they made it uh vertical. So it was, you know, you would put the cartridge in at the top, right. Mm-hmm. And it had the same two joystick ports and it was a Commodore 64 motherboard, so, it was uh, basically a Commodore 64, um, uh, but it, it it took just cartridges, and it had no keyboard, okay? <laughs> and they released this in 1990, okay? So, nobody <laughs> wants it. Nobody, wa- nobody wants it at this point, right? It's eight years old. Yeah. Uh, it only plays the, the crappy cartridge games, and uh, there's no keyboard. So, you can't even add, right. like, a like a disc drive or a tape drive to the damn thing because it didn't give you the option for it. And then um like they um they had companies that like sort of supported it, a few companies like Ocean did, right? And even Ocean released a game, Terminator 2, uh off of the movie, right? And yeah. if you put that cartridge in, it says uh press one for one player, two for two player. You can't, because there's no keyboard. right so the game is useless it's 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 one of those (laughs) it's one of those ridiculous things so didn't sell uh you know most of them just ended up back a commodore apparently what they did at that point was they ripped the circuit boards back out and turned them into commodore 64s you could have just got a commodore 64 because all the cartridges are compatible right Hmm. so anyway i i picked up a mint one uh in the box um original box, everything, everything clean, etc. And um yeah, it was because it's so incredibly rare and dumb, uh <laughs> you know, I I had to pay I had to pay for it. You can find one on eBay um currently, but it'll cost you between three and four thousand dollars for one. I didn't pay that much. I'm not that fucking crazy but it is probably the most expensive one I ever have. I do have a laser active, which is the laser disc system that took 16 uh, bit modules. Um, like you could slide in a, um, like a like a deck almost into the unit and it could play sega genesis games or you could pop that one out and slide in like a turbo graphics unit and play turbo graphics games and it would also play these big laser disc games using one of those two modules there was also like a karaoke module and something else because it's a big ass laser disc player and um It has these modules that thing's pretty expensive on the aftermarket. Like you can find them, but you're usually dropping in the thousand, the, um, $1,500 range just to get one. So, um, the only reason, the only thing about mine is, is that like, I have two of them. Um, but one, like they both don't work, but I, I, one, I know doesn't work because the power supply is, is shot. So I'm going to take the power supply out of the other one and hopefully get it working. But as you know, Don, whenever I do anything like this, it mm-hmm. ends in fucking disaster. Of course. So I don't have high hopes for that. So right now, the Commodore, the, the crappy Commodore unit is the most expensive unit I have. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's my uh, funny story for the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, <laughs> that was our in-depth Don. One day, Don's going to ask me some hard questions like this, and I'll be on the spot. Um, <laughs> look look for that in a future episode. Yeah. Boy, that'd boy. be amazing. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. Have a good one. Yeah. Peace. You've been listening to O'Blast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at vgn.us. That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, Be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening, and good night. Peace.